One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Down the block, Inside for Elba. Seagulls defeat the Bulldogs. We'll go through this quick because obviously both teams are out. Um, 70 minutes, outstanding game from the Seagulls. And you go, geez, I wish I had seen this all year long. Um, DCE did kind of comment on that. And he basically said, look, the pressure's off. We just wanted to play footy and enjoy ourselves. The Seagulls were absolutely electric uh, and they got the job done, as I said, for about 70 minutes. But... Jeez, the doggies' defence is extremely concerning. Yeah, and that's the big worry with Canterbury. I remember sort of sitting there in the preseason and seeing the images of, you know, Willie Mason, Rennie Matua, Sonny Bill, all these guys, Marco Mealy back there and thinking, fuck, all Canterbury, like, they've got big, big signings arriving next year. They've had injuries, but you just wanted them to have that underbelly this year. I'm sorry, it just isn't there. They are... You know, they, they will roll over in games very quickly. Hey, that simply try, I know it was a forward pass by about seven metres, but, like, I'm, I'm getting concerned with Kikau. I really am. I know he's been injured. I know he's been out for a while. I know he's, you know, match fitness. But I worry that he's gone to the club and he just doesn't seem to have the same... I mean, there were periods when he was playing for Panthers last year where he had fully rounded out his game. All the tough stuff, all the the fitness, everything. He was, he was in everything. And then some of his efforts, you know, since coming back, he just doesn't seem like his head's there as much as it should be. Yep. You know, he'll, for example, he'll miss a quite an easy tackle, but then he'll go and absolutely jam someone. And you're like, well, I'd rather you not jam someone and just not miss the... And so I'm a, I love Kikau as a player, and he seems like a legend of a bloke, but I just wonder, is he fully... Is his head all there at the moment? or is? And it's not just Kikau, it's Burton as well. Um, I just wonder. I Yesterday, just wonder. watching that was, I don't know, it was almost like Burton wasn't there. Mm. That's just, what I mean. Like, they don't yeah. look like they're just there. Just look present in, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I, I obviously, we're, we're not inside the four walls, so it's very hard to work out exactly what is wrong here. But I just, I'm so worried that Critter could arrive there and, you know, Zeri comes back and I'm very worried that they don't move again. Mm. And I know the, you know, oh, taking the piss out of the stay patient thing. I'm I'm getting nervous that Canterbury fans are going to be patient and then it's going to come to nothing. 
Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, no, it's a big joke, the stay patient thing. But, I mean, we haven't said stay patient about the Bulldogs for, fucking, what, 10 weeks? Mm. That first 10 weeks, even though they, they didn't win that many games, they were still in the fight in the games. Ever since probably midway through the year, it's like they've just gone, nah, done. Like, I, I don't believe in what we're doing here. The, they're just not all on the same page. They're, they have moments where they come together, but then... And I, I am uh, very, very concerned for the doggies. And even I think a really good example of it is, and you know, I, I still think he's been going okay, but just the body language and everything of Josh Adokar, compare that to the start of the year when he was the loudest voice in rugby league just about despite the Canterbury Bulldogs struggling. I don't know, it just sounds like, feels like they are downtrodden and beaten at the moment. Yeah, like I, I, I thought the, the one that I thought had a red-hot crack yesterday went hard was um, Corey Waddell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he ran for almost 200 metres. He went hard at it. I actually thought when he came on, Flano had a red-hot crack. Obviously, scored a try, but he, he was just injecting a, 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 you know, a little bit here and there. But, you know, without, you know, isolating out people, whatever. But, Christ, the missed tackle Jade Ockenbaugh had on DCE. Well, you got that, that and then you got marker. the Sipley one. In the, oh, like, that, that's pure just concentration. Yeah. That's just – and DCE would DCE got into dummy half, looked up, saw him, went good as goal. Mate, I'd, yeah, I, I am really worried about the – and I, like, there has to be changes made. I know it's his first year, but even the people that he gets in, Seraldo, in regards to playing roster, are they going to thrive under the current environment that it looks like? I do believe Seraldo either needs, needs to have – I mean, they will. They will be reviewing for sure um, their systems and the way they play. But that defensive system, whatever it is, whether it's the players not buying in or whether it's the systems, needs a massive overhaul. Massive overhaul. I even think like when you look at this side, like we started this season and there was there was two young guys in the back line that I was really excited for, Paul Alamotti and Hayes Perham. Both weren't named in the side. Both have been dropped from first grade, came back in yesterday. Like I I love Jake Averillo, but geez, are you be- like are you now better off not maybe start playing for the future? Are you better off having a Perham or someone there even just to get more experience under their belt? Yeah, I don't you know. know that Jake Avrilo is leaving. You know he's going to move on. I just – I don't know. I just feel like everything is so sideways with Canterbury at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I right. mean, I, I personally think this will be very good for them to have Tevita Pangai Jr. leave. I just – it's not working out. They're not, going, they're not getting the best out of him. It's it's money that they can better spend elsewhere, but even and he hasn't delivered. He hasn't delivered he hasn't yet. Come There's close no doubt about that whatsoever. Like, hasn't I come mean, close to delivering. But even like the way that that played out, like yeah, yeah, for sure, just bizarre. I don't. And you're right. Like so much hope with Kickout signing there, and he just hasn't. I know he's had injuries. I get it. Hasn't quite lived up. Max King. I was sitting here at the start eight weeks into last year, going, "This guy could be a rep forward." He's, he's dropped off as well. Like to think they came twelfth last year, it's almost like shocking that they're at the position they are now. Like with, with all due respect to him, how on earth Liam Knight has come into this side after three weeks and he's playing fifty minutes in the front row? That blows me away. Mm. Like where, where, where was he on on your depth chart at South Sydney eight weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, obviously he was. He's been. He's coming back from long-term injury, but he wasn't in the. T- he definitely wasn't in the seventeen. Like if I looked at South New South Wales Cup side and he was named on the bench, I wouldn't have been shocked. Mm. But here, he walks straight in and plays fifty minutes as a starting front rower. Yeah, I, I 
when you see guys like Reed Marnie and Adokar struggling, that's warning signs for me. Yeah. That's when I start going, these two guys aren't guys that don't have a dig. Like, Reed Marnie has a dig every day of his life. Josh Adokar, he's known for his energy. There's just, I just think there's a lot going on in that locker room that needs to be sorted ASAP because they could have the best roster in the world if, it's not, if they're not all buying in and they're not all happy and on the same page. They're just not going to turn it around, unfortunately. Um, positives. He had an error or two, or a few errors, but I thought Blake Wilson, he had a crack. Yeah, he's he, a goer. He's a goer. He went all day. He was trying things. He had three tries as well. 201 metres, six tackle breaks, three line breaks. And so when I see that, I'm like, just take it with, like, take the leaf out of that book with Blake Wilson. Like, he, is he the most naturally gifted player? Not, not necessarily. Now, he's also, he is gifted. Don't get me wrong. Like, some of the stuff he did on the weekend was outstanding. But is he, like, Dom Young? Like, is he, no. But he's having a dig. He's trying things. Even sometimes in a, in attack, like, they don't even look energetic on the front foot. Like, they almost just kind of just sit back and, Hit up, okay, you're hit up. There's no energy in what they do. And then when the last 10 minutes of the game roll around, they start hitting energy. They score three tries. Yep. And you're just going, fuck, this is the team you can be. Um, so, yeah, very worrying, very worrying. We spoke about um, Canterbury, how they had a lot of injuries throughout the year and it meant that guy, a lot of guys came up from New South Wales Cup. I was just having a look. They were, they were leading the New South Wales Cup at the end of round 19. In round 17, they had a draw. Round 18, they lost. Round 19, they lost. Round 20, they lost. They've lost every single game since then, and they had a buy in the mix there. Holy shit. And they've gone from first place to – so at the end of round 19, they were in first place. They're now eighth. They went from first to eighth in – what is that? Seven weeks? Mm. Like that, eight weeks, yeah. That uh, says to me that a, there's, like, there's something going on off the field. Like, they were leading when all their players were in first grade. Mm. Then they started to get players back. They've all dropped back down and they've fallen off a cliff. It's probably no coincidence as well. I've had a look at their whole season to kind of put timelines on it. Like, they won two of their first five games, uh, three of their first five games. One of those being against Storm, one of those being the Cowboys. Beat the Dragons in round nine. Had a good game against Canberra in Magic Round loss. Beat the Gold Coast. Like, it... It was a pretty, like, not a terrible start to the year. It was a great like, start. Like, I, thought, I thought it was a great start. And I thought Reed Marnie started the year incredibly mm. well. Th- then they lost to the Roosters by one. And then it just started to go downhill from there. They got pumped by Parra. They got pumped by the Sharks. They got absolutely pumped by the Knights. And they had a good win against South. But South had their whole team out. And since then, only a one-point win against the Dolphins. So it's really, it's a tale of two halves to the mm. Bulldogs in this season for sure. Yeah. I, think there's, I think there's a bit of a, uh, seems like, Got no evidence for it. Haven't spoken to anyone, but it seems like there's unrest in the locker room. Oh, yeah. And I think you can see that on, on the faces of the coaching staff during the game. Mm. I re- Yeah, I hope they can turn it around over the next year or so. But um, and I, I just, think Seraldo, yeah. there will. I know it's early days, but there will start to be pressure on him next year, I think. Absolutely. And it's, un- it's unfair, to be honest. I know... Let's not, let's not pretend that some of his decisions... I, I don't agree with every decision Seraldo's made, but... You'd, you'd hope that a rookie coach would get longer than two seasons to prove himself yep. uh, because everyone you speak to says he can coach. So, but it, like, to be, as I said, to be fair though, that does not excuse finishing. They've had heaps of injuries or whatever. 
if they finished second or third last and they showed signs of fight when they had their full team on the field at the end of the year, I could go, okay, that explains it. Yep. Injuries. But when they've had all their players back, they haven't been any better. They haven't been any better. And this is where, like, even going next year, like, I like the two big signings they've got, but... Zeri, we're not sure how he's going to. They come need back. leaders. They need to sign yep. older forwards. And I love Critter, but like he is unproven at fullback. He's twenty-two. Stephen Crichton only twenty-two. He's young as shit. That's fucked. That is insane. I think. It- yeah, he's twenty-two. <laughs> I th- I actually thought well, nah, you got that wrong. Twenty-two. 22 That's insane. Years old, yeah. <laughs> Like we, like that. That's what. Well, first of all, it's what makes Critter his career so incredible. He doesn't get anywhere near the raps that he deserves. Um, they need to. They need to somehow find some old dogs. This like, is where, like, you even look at uh, Rachel uh, Fitala, um Mariner, who came back into the side this year and was the captain. I thought, geez, what a positive sign. He's gone backwards as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not good times for the doggies. Not good times. Uh, now, Manly. Uh, outside of that last 10 minutes, great performance. And how good was it to see Cooler just absolutely tearing it up? He's a gun. He's so he freaking good. Such a gun. And I I don't know why, but he, you just don't see as much of him as you should on that right edge. Mm. It doesn't make sense. It's the dominant half, the gun back rower, the winger that's one of the fastest in the comp, but you just don't see enough of him. Seeing him play fullback and even, even that play where he jumped on the inside of Oluquato and just popped up. Wasn't reinventing the wheel, but he's just simply too quick yeah. to handle. He is. Uh, what I love the most about Cooler is he is the recipe for a selfish player. Yeah, he is the recipe for the guy that makes the line break and says, "You know what? I'm just going straight for that corner yeah. because I know I'm faster and I want the highlight reel." You go and watch Cooler. The amount of times he unselfishly pulls his pace up and draws the fullback to pass inside. It's nearly every time, if not every time. And that's the sign of a great team player that you may not get on the highlight reels initially in your career, but as you become a veteran in a squad and you become the guy that people go to, that's when your highlights come. And, mate, I almost think when he plays centre, he needs to be a little bit more selfish. More selfish sometimes, yep. Yep, absolutely. I mean, he had three tries this on the weekend. 21 runs, 312 metres, seven tackle breaks, three line breaks, a line break assist, four tackles, zero misses. Yeah, and I, you know, to, to take the example you said there, and I've been critical of him throughout the year, and I think it, I think it's a great thing that he could learn from. Campierre at the Titans, mm. so talented, but he's so lightning quick that it, whenever he gets an opportunity, it's I've got to do it this time. I've got to kick. I've got to do this. Whereas Caller just, he, he's happy to slow down. He's happy to create, and if it means he has to take the tackle and they'll score the next play, he's more than yeah. happy to do so it. So unselfish. Yeah. It's such a good trade to have in the player that he is, and. It's interesting because do you go into next year as Manly, and obviously Tommy Travojevic is a starting fullback, but do you go in and say, okay, we're going to train Cooler at fullback all off-season, and maybe he's the X-factor, and you pull Garrick into the centres and you swap him because of what you see here with Cooler at fullback? I don't know what the right answer is because Garrick is also good at fullback. Is Cooler a better fullback than Garrick is centre? Uh, sorry, is Cooler a better centre than Garrick is centre and that's why you keep him at centre? Or do you go all out firing if Tommy isn't right and put him at fullback? It's a tough question. A similar to Manly, I've got no idea. Yeah. I don't know what the right answer is. I'll tell you what, though. You keep him in your bloody side all the time. Yeah. He is a guaranteed starter in that side. Whether it's even on the wing, centre or fullback, you need cooler on your side. But he's the sort of guy that I would also 
Like I would try and insert him into plays on the other side of the field, yeah. similar to what the cows do with, with their centers as well. I just I feel like if you, I feel like if you allow him just to sit out on that edge, he will because mm. that's what he's meant to. He's be unselfish. Doing. He's unselfish. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I almost reckon he. I, I would be. I would predict from the little I've seen of him that he would be one of those guys that is almost too polite to overcall. Yeah, absolutely. The ball. So you need to bring him into the game. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, Sipley game of his career. Yep. I've been saying it for a few weeks now. I believe Sipley is a top tier, can be a top tier front row. The best, maybe not, but if you said, is he the front row of a top eight side? Absolutely believe that. I really do. And I know that he's not even there, like what Paseca and Lodge would be their first choice front yep. rowers. But I think given the chance, given the backing and giving a full preseason as the guy, I really think Sipley could lock down a position in that front row starting. I really like him as a player. Yeah, for sure. He's a very good footballer. And I think I think it was Blocker that mentioned it on the call yesterday or whoever was talking about it said that he's trimmed up quite a bit. Yeah. So completely. And I think it's very evident um, just when you look at him. And I, I went and had, some, I had a look at some photos of him yesterday from last year. It's very evident. He's obviously worked hard on himself. Yep. He was outstanding. 11 tackle breaks in the front row. Two line breaks, 23 tackles, zero misses uh, in 48 minutes. Um, so, yeah, really good from him. Ola Kawatu, outstanding. Uh, outside of that, good solid win. Yep. Debutant off the bench, very good. Gordon. Oh, I yes. He, I think he will be the 14 next year moving forward. I think he can have a real big impact. You've got to remember with Manly, they've been very unlucky with their nines. Mm. Had Appy in the building, let him go because they had Finu. Obviously, everything with Finu played out. Lockie Croker was a... Handy halfback 5'8". They plugged in there. He's done a tremendous job, Lockie, but he, I think he just makes him a little bit one-dimensional. But what I like about Croker is is that you can have that Mitch Kenny-Appy yes. combination. Oh, it's the them. perfect combo, yeah. these two. Yeah. It's going to be perfect for them. So very exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Again, like with Manly, if you can keep somehow keep Tommy on the field and then you have a bench rotation of Croker, was it, is it CKTR? What's the, the, the abbreviation that we've come up with? Vossi came up with? CKT? No, it was, it was four. He went a freaking four bowler. CKT. I'm never yep. going to remember that. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. GC GCKT. Yeah, Jan I, I don't Kung have another Tong. Gordon to confuse him with, so that's what I'm running with. Jan, Kum, Kevin Gordon? Oh, People might get yeah. it mixed up. Uh, maybe. I don't know. They play similar. Um, <laughs> Michael Gordon. Ooh. Isaac Gordon. Damn. Isaac Gordon. Mm, that's, that's from the depths. Uh, anyway. So now. That's a name I didn't think we'd get, get a feature to. <laughs> Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.